Could Joel Hofer be the starting goalie for the St. Louis Blues, or is it still Jordan Vingenton that you have as being the starting goalie? I'm going to talk more about what I think could happen during the trade deadline coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Locked on Blues. I am your host, Haley Taylor Simon, talking to you all things about the St. Louis Blues here on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We are live right now on YouTube. So hello to everybody on this lovely Friday night. On today's episode, will Joel Hofer be the starting goalie for the St. Louis Blues if this move happens during the trade deadline? Is Drew Bannister the right fit as the coach for the Blues? And of course, like usual, are we feeling blue? So buckle up, St. Louis, because today will be an episode that will have you question quite a bit about the state of this team. Before I dive any deeper, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your best bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Hello, hello. So I know right off the bat, is Joel Hofer more capable of being the starting goalie rather than Jordan Vingenton? I know what you're thinking. Haley, what is going on? Are you okay? And the reason why I say this is this. Hofer has developed tremendously. I think that, you know, his time with the Thunderbirds, he really was able to go from a goalie that I wasn't sure about to a goalie that has quite surprised me. I'm not saying that Joel Hofer is better than Jordan Binghamton right now, but I'm just saying, hear me out. Let's go say the Blues are able to move better. Then you have a guy in Joel Hofer that you know is dependable, that you can rely on, that will get you those wins in big games. In the NHL, the current state is this. You really need two strong goalies. It's funny because back in the day when it was truly just about, you know, um, goalies, it was only having one main goalie and your backup would play sometimes. Now it's like a rotation, but I feel like my faith in Hofer has really just got me to a point where I would consider having him as the starting goalie if anything were to happen to Bennington. I don't want that to happen. I love Binner, but it is a possibility that down the road, you know, Bennington, he's not going to be here forever, which we all know. So I just want to put that out there that is Joel Hofer a guy that you could trust or would you say to Doug Armstrong, hey, I need you to get another goalie that is strong, that is a starting goalie that could take Bennington's place. I mean, I know it's an uncomfortable situation because right now you and I, we love Binner in the net, but at the same time, we've grown to kind of adapt to Hofer. So it is a big question live on YouTube. Grovy Cap says this team will explode and win some playoff series. And I do believe that this team is capable of being in the playoffs. But again, when you think about the reason why this team has been successful, it does come down to the goaltending. And right now, I just feel very confident with how Bennington and Hofer have been playing. Bennington has had a little bit of a slower start to the season. And I honestly was a little surprised I didn't expect Binner to maybe look as hesitant in that, not making vital saves, 
but he has been improving as the season's gone on, and that's all you can ask. You can't ask for a goalie to make saves that are out of this world every single game. We know the defense has been a problem. So it's basically this. You have good goaltending. Your offense has been improving. Your defense has been stepping it up. This seems like a team to me that is able to explode. But at the end of the day, I think that the main thing is this. And I need you to let me know how you feel. You have Joel Hofer. And maybe I defend him a little too much, but he's only 23 years old. This season, he has played in 18 games. And while fine, he won nine. He won a shootout. It's still good hockey. I am still extremely impressed with how he's playing. I mean, he has a save percentage right now of a 909, which isn't the best. It's not the worst. But it does show me that he is capable of being in the NHL. The beginning of the season, I know you and I on this podcast, we talked about the possibilities of bringing up Subin. And after seeing the T-Birds, he definitely does belong in the AHL. Um, But... I think Hover really just, especially these past couple months, has just exploded in net. And I think right now, something magical is happening with the St. Louis Blues. They are finally adapting to this change, this shift. I don't know how to describe it, but this team is finally playing good again. Now, I know on yesterday's episode, I told you, I'm like, hey, do not be too difficult on this team. I know that that loss really did steer people in the wrong direction. Obviously, I was a little bit upset. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. And just to give you a little bit of a heads up, Bennington played 35 games this season with um, 17 wins and two shootouts or shutouts, not shootouts, with a save percentage of 908. So, again, very close to um, how Hofer's been doing. And I think that's just impressive. But let me know what you think. I want to let you have your voice heard here. So let me know in the comments or if you're listening to the podcast, because obviously I know not everyone's going to watch this live. You can let me know there too or on Twitter at Lockdown Blues because I am curious as to what you're thinking about the season. So... Another thing with the goaltending, and I think that this is something that I want to make clear. I am not saying I think that Jordan Binghamton will be traded. I am not saying that. What I am saying is, of course, it is a possibility. Binnington, you know, the most games that he ever played was last season was 61. Um, And I feel like he's the kind of goalie that isn't always, you know, taking on majority of the games. And I think that you just need a goalie that's able to complement Joel Hofer and is able to rotate. I think a rotation is important in net rather than anything. So let me know what you think about that. Do you think that you want a goalie that's, and I'm saying theoretically if Bennington is gone, would you want a goalie that is able to rotate or would you want a goalie that's able to take on majority of the games? I personally think a rotation is going to win you the most games in this current state of the NHL. You see that with like a team like Las Vegas that had six goalies last season due to injury, but they still had six goalies and won the Stanley Cup. And I think at the end of the day, every single team's goal and objective is how you can get back to that cup and win it. 
I know for St. Louis, so they have a long road ahead, but they're not out, right? They're not a team that people look at and think, oh, this is an awful team. This is a team that has capabilities, a team that has something, I don't want to say special, but something, I guess, you know what? Let's go say special. This team has something about them that draws people to them. And I think that right now, we're a team amongst some of the teams of the NHL that don't have this, where we have two solid goalies right now in that. So, again, let me know your thoughts on that one, since for me, it is um, a little bit of a dilemma. Now, David, I do see your comment about the coaches, and I'm going to talk about that in just two seconds. But before I get to that, I need you to tell you about my friends over at FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. What I love most about the Super Bowl, honestly, is betting. I think that betting on the Super Bowl is so much fun. You can bet on the coin toss and so many other things that you can't bet during a normal football game. FanDuel also has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today and will get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, Join Fandle.com slash locked on to sign up. That's Fandle.com slash locked on. Make every moment more Fandle, an official sports book partner of the NFL. So I do see your comments, and this is something that I've been wanting to talk about. And let's let's talk about it. Do you think that Drew Bannister is the right fit to be the coach of the St. Louis Blues? I'm going to pull up what David M's comment said. I'm not too impressed with the new head coach. It seems like a yes, sir, man. We need a coach that can light the fire under the players and go back to the checking game before we get more physical. I think the one thing about Coach Baruby was he did bring that physicality out of the players, and he was a coach that maybe not everybody liked, okay? But we all respected Chief. I think with Bannister, he is a player's coach. He is somebody that you don't really see getting confrontation with the players. I know he sat Bushnevich, you know, against the Lightning, and that was like one of his like first or second games. But at the end of the day, he's not a coach where the players are going to say, oh, you know, this guy's getting under my skin. Um, I really do feel like Banny just has a go with the flow mentality. I don't know him personally, but as a fan and as somebody that watches the game, it is clear to tell that the players for whatever reason, don't really feel this sense of, I don't want to say urgency, because that's not the right word, but maybe the sense of boundary. I feel like Baruby was one of those coaches that was just straight to business, okay? He was not taking any foolishness. He was not taking any excuses. You have an objective as a coach, and that is to win hockey games. And Drew Bannister, while the Blues have been winning, I feel like Baruby just was something special, And not all the players liked him. And I think that's what made Baruby so unique is that he didn't care because at the end of the day, he was the coach that got the St. Louis Blues the cup. So, of course, the players were going to have this underlying respect for him. Just the battle together, I think, is what people forget is that he wasn't such a coddly kind of coach. He wasn't the kind of coach that was going to say, oh, it's okay. Do better next time. He told you how it was. 
Do I think that Drew Bannister is the right fit? Maybe for now, maybe for this season, obviously. But I need the Blues to get a coach that can just light a fire underneath these guys. That, again, I'm not saying that Drew Bannister is this awful coach. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I just think that the Blues, they do need somebody else that has more of a presence. And I apologize um, because I do feel bad because I do feel like um, Banny's done a good job. And I think that he might be a fit in another team, maybe as like San Jose Sharks. I feel like they kind of need a coach like that. But right now with the Blues, more discipline. A lot more discipline. So let's see what Ape said. Like that five-game winning streak, but it was mostly due to the power play getting a bit hot and goaltending. I'm still concerned about this team scoring enough goals five on five. And exactly, that is my point. Special teams have stepped up, but five on five, it's still not looking the best. So I think once they work on that, they get that all sorted out, that this team can be more successful. But until then, I'm still a little bit nervous, and I hate to say it because I'm not trying to be negative. And I think as you know me on this podcast, you know that I've been trying to be very positive about the Blues. But again, there are underlying issues, and the 5-on-5 is a problem. Shorthanded goals scored against the Blues recently have been way too many, like a couple too many. The PK needs improvement. The five-on-five needs improvement. The power play, while it got hot, I need consistency. The goaltending has been better, but again, some bad goals have gone on net, but I'm not going to be upset about that. But I'm just explaining that. I think more discipline. And while it's fun to win, and while you know being on a five-game win streak is a really fun thing to happen to the Blues, I just need consistency. And that loss to Columbus really did put a bad taste in my mouth. As much as I don't want to say it, that loss to Columbus just kind of showed me, hey, this team is, wow, David M. just said it, turnover central, wow. David M. just said in this comment as I was just saying that. But the turnovers, that's their biggest problem right now. Their forechecking has gotten a lot better, but it's the turnovers that are detrimental to this team's success. And if they're able to handle the puck better, take more shooting opportunities, and not hesitate, and I'm not just calling out Jordan Kyrie. I know that's what you're thinking when I say that. It's the whole team right now. They're just hesitating way too much. So once they tweak those things, there's no doubt in my mind that this team can be more successful. It's just a matter of... Will they, how will they respond? Because right now the all-star break, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. If they won and they had it be a six game win streak, I would say they have really high momentum. I would feel so good about the break. Now, after that loss, I mean, their first shutout, I mean, the first time they've been shut out since 2022. Think about it on home ice like that. Not good. So I think that this season, it's a wake-up call season, okay? We knew this season they weren't going to be cup champions. Now, they might be, and I might, you know, go back and say, oh, my gosh, I was wrong. But I think it's important for you and I right now to come to the conclusion, hey, this team, they're just playing hockey. They're just having fun. Let's not be too overly critical. But let's be critical because, again, that's what we do as fans, and that's what makes us the best fans in the NHL, I believe. I'm a little bit biased, okay? but. With the amount of passion 
you have all shown during this win streak that they had, it shows me that St. Louis is ready for playoff hockey again. And why not? Why can't we be the team that has a playoff hockey game? I feel like, sure, we might be a wild card, okay? We might be, you know, underestimated. But remember when we went to the Stanley Cup and everybody underestimated us? But we proved them wrong and we were the underdogs the entire time. I feel like that could happen again. So let's just focus on playing some good and fun hockey, okay? We don't need to fit the, you know, the regular season best team because the Boston Bruins last year, they were the best team in the regular season and they ended up losing in the first round to the Florida Panthers, which honestly in itself is a joke, but you know what? Actually, no, I find it very funny and it's my favorite form of entertainment. So I am wrong about that. I thought that was very funny. And to this day, I am still like, okay, that's what's up. So it's my favorite segment before then. Make sure you follow on Twitter at Lockdown Blues so you can follow up with everything on this podcast. And of course, talk about the St. Louis Blues with me all the time. So another thing that Abe said is about Perunovic getting hurt. And, you know, he's not playing as well. And I get that Kessel has not been great, but he has been doing a lot better. So that is good. And I do agree. I think Kessel has stepped up. Obviously not the best. Still a young guy. It's okay. So are we feeling blue, St. Louis? I didn't even ask about a poll today because I know what the general consensus will be. And that is yes, due to that loss to Columbus. But it should be eh. Not a no, not a yes, but an eh. In the middle. Because right now, this team, they had a five-game win streak against some of the best teams in the NHL. Yes. Was it a lot of 4-3 OT wins? Absolutely. Well, I take that 100%. I think that we as a city can be a little bit tough sometimes because, you know, it's been a rough season. We lost our coach. You know, we have players going back and forth between, you know, Springfield and St. Louis. And it's been a long season. The goaltending maybe hasn't been the best for Bennington. But I think that overall, St. Louis shouldn't be counted out. Uh Uh-uh. And if you're going to be negative like that, then take a realization that this team was not supposed to be as good as they've been playing. This team barely made any uh, changes this offseason. So I think with all that considered, I am uber impressed with how this team is doing. And how could you not be? David M. says St. Louis is definitely a hockey city, and we have dedicated fans. Exactly. The best fans are here in St. Louis, and that is why I love doing this podcast, because we have the best fan base, the most passionate fans, the most dedicated fans, and the most loyal fans. And right now, we want to see a product on the ice that represents that. I mean, it's the lack of pressure in the offensive zone that is my other concern, too. But we shouldn't be feeling bad. We shouldn't be feeling great we should just be feeling in the middle because right now that's where the blues are they're a middle team maybe middle bottom but still a middle team i mean if you're able to say during the all-star break hey yeah no we're a wild card team if the playoffs began today that is a pretty good year in my book because we missed the playoffs last season for the first time in such a long time so the fact that we were able to make it honestly just shows resilience well we didn't make it but make it like in the standings right now it shows resilience it shows a team that is willing to fight and that's all i can ask for st louis and i am just so ecstatic 
forward to seeing what these guys do after the All-Star break. So you might be wondering, Hale, you know, All-Star game this weekend. Um, what are we going to talk about? Obviously, I'll be talking about how Robert Thomas did. But of course, I will be talking about the boys on the Thunderbirds and how I think they're doing. David M says, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I still bleed blue. As you should, David M. Some of us from Pennsylvania still love the blues. I know I do. All right. I will talk to you on Monday, St. Louis. And like always, let's go blues.